Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the series for the Quarantine Edition, where we interview a diverse amount of folks of how COVID-19 affected the role in society in general. And today, we will have a guest who is a photographer of Oxnard, and she will be sharing her experience and story of how quarantine and social distancing has affected her business overall. Hope you guys enjoy. You're listening to On The Go Voice Podcast, the best generational podcast you'll ever tune into. Listen to the voices of this generation where we seek to identify values, stimulate discussions, and vocalize the community. Hi, Clepsy. Welcome to the show, On The Go Voice. Uh, How are you? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for asking. Clepsy is a friend of mine who I've met online and uh, she's a photographer. So we're going to interview her on how this whole quarantine and uh, COVID-19 kind of affected her life. So with that being said, I'm glad you're on. Thanks for taking the time to come in here. Um, For any, just to start off, let's uh, introduce who you are. So for people who you, people to know who you are. Well, as you guys know, I'm Clepsy Hernandez. I was born and raised in Oxnard. Uh, I'm first generation. My parents came here uh, from Mexico, and I have a huge passion for photography and video, as you know. I'm a big nerd. (laughs) And uh, I went to community college here at Oxnard, and then I transferred to Cal State Channel Islands, and I majored in studio art with an emphasis in photography. Uh, I'm currently trying to start my own portrait photography business. And I also work for the Ventura County Community College District, which has, you know, in itself, it's Oxnard College, Moorpark College, Ventura College, and I do photography and video for them. And I'm just, I'm just here trying to show the love for photography. Nice. How long have you been up in photography? So I've been doing photography since I was like a little kid. I think I was like eight years old, but I haven't been doing it professionally until two years in. Oh, okay. So um, let's, we're going to dive into your background because I'm pretty sure how you think now with the situation is definitely going to affect that. So um, what's like a daily activity or weekly activity for you? I I know you also, uh, you mentioned that you also work for uh, schools. So Mm -hmm. what, just so we can contextualize how your lifestyle looked at the time being, how did that look and what was like your weekly activities for the time being? Before the whole uh, COVID-19, right? Yes, before the announcement of, hey, we had to do things um, remotely. (laughs) So I know it changed for everybody. It definitely changed for me. But before that, I was getting ready to do a lot of uh, graduation. Just how there's people that have like seasonal work. Like for me, my seasonal work is during this time where I'm booking a lot of graduation shoots. And then also when I work for the colleges, I prepare to photograph a lot of transfer ceremonies and graduation events. And so I was getting ready to, you know, be photographing these things. And normally a day in my job is I'm giving assignments. I go shoot certain events and I also cover stories through a video format. And I tell the stories of the students. I tell the stories of the colleges and we just try to spread the word out. So that was like my normal routine. And that definitely changed when all of a sudden we can't go out. We can't interact with people anymore. Right, right, right. So were you... How, how many hours were you working at the school? And then how many times were you putting in for like photography on your on your own business? Okay, uh, for, this, for the schools, I was working 20 hours a week. 
Um, and then for my own business, I would work on my days off, uh, right after my work or right after my classes or on the weekends. That is when I would usually work on that. Okay, that's cool. So it sounds like you kept yourself pretty busy. And from how I know you, you're pretty active and involved. And uh, you're also uh, all about that lifestyle when it comes down to staying busy and everything. But um, okay, so we're, we're gonna jump into, you know, when everything happened. Um, I'm gonna ask you the same question, something that I asked a recent person I just interviewed. Okay. Um, oh. we're, when the whole thing was kind of going on, obviously, we, as US, we weren't affected yet. Mm -hmm right? Like nothing was going on. However, it was being announced and it was on the news and everything. What was kind of like your interaction or thought process behind it when you started to become more aware of it when it was kind of the news and social media, you started noticing other countries being affected and, you know, it was on the verge of affecting us. How did, how did you respond to it? Uh, I think for the most part, I was not really aware because I'm not so into like the news outlets. Um, but when I started hearing about it, it kind of seemed like so foreign, so distant. It almost felt like like a different world, like a myth. I don't know. You know, I don't know what my, my mind process was. I didn't think it was as bad as, you know, it actually is. And so kind of naive, but that was really my mindset. Like mm. this can't ha be happening. Like it's not possible. And <laughs> all of a sudden, all of our lives switched in an instant. Yeah, no. And sure. now my daily routine is basically non-existent as what it was before. And I don't hmm. have a lot of human interaction okay so what do you mean but your daily routine is not existing because you're still kind of working with people right yeah i mean because my job is like i'm a photographer i'm a videographer hmm. i'm working really close i'm taking pictures of people students events and imagine that hit me really big because i photograph events and events are canceled i photograph students well now we're going online with classes and right, my so. work changed in that way uh, however, yes, I am still working for the colleges because we do a lot of, you know, self-recordings and then the colleges want to make sure that it's accessible to all the students. And so I do closed and open captioning. I do little graphics and there's always been more information given to the students, whether it be a, you know, a graphic, a video format. I'm able to do that in, you know, a graphic format and also those videos that I was talking about. Okay, cool. So backtrack gets for that last question. Um, yes. You mentioned how... At the time, you were kind of naive. I was kind of the same way. If anything, I was more resentful <laughs> towards people because I just didn't like the negative views. And I'm just like, dude, I don't know about this thing, you know? And yeah, I'll, honestly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Even for me, like, I had a hard time accepting it and kind of like, like, kind of like getting with it. Uh, off the, I think it's, it is kind of like a reality check that, hey, maybe we're so accustomed to how we live. But I was also the same way. So when that started to occur and then the school started to, your work and then also government started to say, hey, quarantine, this and this and that, you know, to prevent. And then now it's like affecting our county as well here in Ventura, Ventura County. And um, what what was like your initial adjustment and how, how did you respond to it? So my initial adjustment, since I, like I said, I work in education, we try to make videos with with uh, professors and people like that, just giving an announcement about how that would affect students. And, but it was, we were still, there was still no online classes. It was just like, just be careful. Kind of no big events, you know, it was like that. So I was making a lot of videos based off of COVID-19 or, you know, and it was really hard because the news, bam, 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 was changing all of the time. And it was like, well, we can't release this video because the news is outdated. 
or, you know, this news announcement is outdated. So I would be mid editing and we, I'd had to throw it away because, ah. you know, the news is updating. And honestly, I get it. We want to be accurate with our news information. And so it was just Makes a situation. Sense. Nobody, I don't think anybody was expecting it to be See, as big I mean, as it is now. Hmm. But, but to be honest, I mean, for, maybe just for me, because I, I feel like being a creator, like you could make something out of literally anything <laughs> so it's, no it's, you're right yeah, they decided to do that but um okay so what about your photography business where did you have like clients already lined up to take photos for and appointments that you were you know people that you were going to talk to and how did that affect you you know what it's so funny because it's it's around this time that this is the most i've ever booked and it oh, just had no. to <laughs> no and it just has to be at this moment where i was getting a, a lot of clientele and you know what it's unfortunate but that's okay so yeah i i always told my clients like if you don't feel comfortable you know we can you know rebook reshoot there's always next time it's totally fine Uh, i get it you know safety first and i'm all about that so it's a bummer but at the same time where were you kind of like what was your initial uh reaction you know i mean obviously disappointment right i mean yeah but were you my initial reaction was I wasn't mad or angry, you know, what? because, yeah, no, I wasn't angry or mad because nobody was expecting it. Like, it's not no, their fault. It's not my fault. Uh, it's just something that happened. And you know what I was thinking? Like, this is only going to be like one week or two weeks. So I was like, well, let's reschedule. It'll be like two weeks in or yeah, something and until everything true. comes down. And so I was, I was really positive. I was like, we can reschedule, no problem, whenever you have time. And now we're, you know, in this loop where we don't even know how long we'll be uh-huh. like this. It's scary, like, honestly, but I try not to mm. think about it. You know, try well, to focus I mean, on the positive because. Yeah, I mean, this is a good time right now to, like, nurture those skills of also, you know, learn about yourself, which, you know, I think I'll dive in to see how, what you're doing. Um, okay, well. Now that you've adjusted at that time, right? You're spending more time with yourself. You're not out there with people because I would prefer to be around people if I can, to be honest. But <laughs> social exactly. distancing, so it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, how, what what have you noticed within yourself as far as you working remotely, and then also now you're also uh, you've also adjusted kind of the work for photography, or how how is that going actually? Let's before that other question. Um, are you still doing business for photography? So for my business, I've told all my clients and I've been messaging them like, we can reschedule. There's no mm. problem, uh, especially because a lot of parks and a lot of beaches, like a lot of my shoots would be there, Ooh. are closing down. So it's really impossible to have a shoot there. So I've right. told everybody that we would postpone if they felt comfortable, you could postpone. This is in the beginning, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like You can postpone, no problem. I don't, I'm not going to charge anything. Like I get it. And so that was how my business was going. And as of right now, a lot of things have gotten kind of bad. Mm-hmm. And so Good. I've been trying to That's refine fine. my skill sets. Uh, Cause now I see gaps in my work that I didn't mm. realize, you know, yes. I didn't think they were a big deal. And so I see these gaps and like, okay, now it's time to address them. So it's kind of like right in my face, like, Clubsy, you could focus more on marketing. You could focus nice. more on developing your photography skill sets, more on your video editing. And I'm taking this opportunity to really face all these gaps. And for me, that's something that's amazing because I 
feel like every time that I was working, I was keeping myself, keep, keeping myself busy, shooting, shooting, shooting. But like, what about all these things in the back burner, like marketing uh-huh. on the business side, you know, editing uh-huh. or, you know, investing more time into developing nice. my skills. So in a way, this is good for me. Um, not the situation, but you know, it's not, it's not that bad is what I'm trying to say for me. Right. And you're making the best out of it. That's, that's dope. You know, you're the other person was also the proactive as well, you know, which I'm pretty sure most people are probably going to come out proactive because it, you know, the way it looks from the podcast view, <laughs> but, um, uh, okay. So do you have any like plans when it comes down to it or with this team, with this being, or what, what, what are you setting yourself to do while, you know, you're, you have to work remotely and also you have to see if people are even open to doing any shoots with you. Yeah. So especially what I'm doing is really developing my graphic skills when it comes to video. You know, how there's video graphics. I've been trying mm-hmm. to really develop my skills on that. In a lot of videos, you'll see like the logos and the little name card titles. And I've been working on developing my skills to be stronger in that area so I can develop more professional videos in that way. Uh, when it comes to like my business with portrait photography, I've been trying to really refine the type of message that I'm trying to send out there through my business and trying to focus on, you know, developing a better website because I know my website is missing a couple of things. Uh, I've been also trying to, to uh, make short little videos about my tips on, you know, how to get jobs in photography or photography tips, trying to give, you know, value to the people that follow me because I appreciate all of their support. And I think that I want them to follow me, not just because, you know, I'm Klepsi, I'm the photographer, but I'm Klepsi, I'm the photographer, and I want to help other creatives. Nice. And whether, it, maybe it's not even photography, it could even be just being a creative in general. Mm-hmm. Just because for me, being a creative, being a first generation was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to spread the message that you can do it too. And, you know, follow your dreams because I am a big believer in that. That's dope. Yeah, you definitely come up with that in the first impression. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, okay. So with that being said, um, you said with, with some of the people, I'm sure you have photography friends, right? Yeah. You, how did you, uh, what, what do you see within them that like they're kind of like adjusting to or how are they working? Did, do you see them stopping or do you see people actually working around it? Or what, what have you noticed? I guess what I'm, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, what I've noticed is a lot of photographers are moving on to TikTok, which I joined the community. Really? Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, so I've been doing a little bit of TikToks, and I've just been seeing them develop more of a marketing strategy so that, you know, when this is all over, hopefully they'll begin booking more, which I think right. is really great. Uh, I see a lot of, you know, my mentors or a lot of people that I look up to in the photography world doing a lot more webinars, so nice. sharing their knowledge with other photographers, and I think that's that's beautiful like just giving and I've been attending a lot of those and that's been really cool Uh, I see a lot of people posting more of their work or you know interacting with more people networking with more creatives which I think is a really good benefit to have creators around you all the time really motivates and I think improves your work in general for sure yeah I think that's the idea of uh, expanding your platforms so that you're not just reliant on other things as well, which is pretty good. But I, I feel like there's a lot of ideas you could work with being a photographer, especially at this time. I've seen some people who they did, did that. I shared with you the pho- photography at home challenge, right? There's a lot of challenges that are coming up right now. And it re- it's really fascinating to me to see other people get creative at this time. So for you, um, what, are, what are some of the things that you've uh, developed to kind of like work around the situation? 
as a photographer? Yeah, I've seen a lot of other photographers do like portrait sessions. So it would be like they would come to your house six feet away from you and they would take pictures of a family or whatever you would like uh, on your porch. And I thought that was a really creative idea. And I started offering those services, obviously within the, the rules of California. Right. And we're um, doing one too, right? You already know. <laughs> okay, cool. And so I, w- I was doing that and it was really great because there are some moments that, you know, this is a horrible situation, but also there's really good moments. For example, if you're a mother and you're pregnant, like, mm-hmm. And you're not going to have any pictures of that. How are you going to oh, remember that? You don't want all of the memories to be of, you know, true. just, just that, like at home. That's interesting. Yeah. Or like children, you know, they're always growing up. And like, where did the time go? I don't know how long we'll be here. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, maybe you're, you have a one-year-old baby and they're just, you know, growing. And you're not going to have any pictures because of all the situation. So I've been taking that road. But obviously, if the situation gets worse, then That's I will awesome. not be doing that anymore. Uh, I see a lot of other mm-hmm. photographers that are also doing like uh, FaceTiming models, and oh. they'll take their phones and they'll put it in really cool places and take pictures of that, which has been really, really cool and really creative, I think. And I've seen that in a lot of TikTok videos as well. Wow, so I've never even just... heard of that. I got to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> so like you said, it is getting creative. Like uh-huh. there's ways to do photography and video um, still. Yeah, so... um. What, what was I going to say? Um, I actually have a f- couple of friends who like literally I have just a friend who just had a baby recently. And it's like, yo, like, wouldn't it be cool to have that t- type of uh, that? That's a cool. That's a cool little direction that I just I, I never knew that you had that you were uh, working with. So using that as an advantage, to, hey, like this is a moment for you to spend time with your family or whatever it is. Right. Um, most okay. businesses are probably like get away from it and try to relax while other people will lean forward which is, I think it's a calling. So that's pretty important. So um, you said that you were also a photographer since you were eight years old. What yes. made you get involved in, in photography in the first place? Um, so when I was younger and I was mm-hmm. a little kid, and I honestly don't remember what age I just kind of picked up, but I always gravitated towards the camera and I can never really understand why, but I remember I was like my little old, you know, personal photographer for my family, you know, doing little birthday parties. And that was really fun. Um, And at first it started as a hobby. I really, I really, really thought that this was just going to be a hobby. I never even (laughs) occurred to me. Like I didn't even have that dream to be a photographer, videographer. For me, for me, this was just a hobby. And I don't know about you, but being in a first generation, you know, kind of household, you know, with my parents, they thought it was cool, but it's a hobby. And then you have to find something else to make a living off of. And mm-hmm. one particular story that, that I'll talk about, I remember I was in Oxford College and I was studying film. And my dad told me, like, this is cool. This is really awesome. And I love you and I care about you. But what are you going to do afterwards? Or how are you going to be, you know, independent? Right. And I, I remember thinking about that really seriously. Because you're right. Like, you know, at some point I have to, like, be on my own. Yeah. And I remember at that moment I changed my major and I was going to be like health science and I was doing a lot of health science and I was <laughs> with a lot of like nursing majors like all these oh people gosh. and I was I was actually going to do that. And <laughs> No worry, I was a uh, before I studied communication, I was studying marine biology. Oh, wow. did you I mean, want I, to I, I was yeah, I, I still wanted to buy. Didn't okay. I, like they were teaching me. It was worthless. I mean, no no offense people listening, sorry, but uh, I think for me, it was just like, I don't want to learn this. Like, I would rather dive into the ocean and learn it myself. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad major. It's just you didn't like it. And yeah. That's, yeah. And that's what it is. 
So then what made you decide, hey, you know what, I'm going to go all in with this photography thing? Oh, yeah. So I'm so sorry. I was a a health science major and it was really hard. Like I can see people are super passionate about, you know, being a nurse or doing all these other things. And I just wasn't. I was just like, this is so difficult for me to like process. Mm -hmm. While I was doing that, though, however, I still had some film classes that I was taking for fun. I got to meet a lot of really good photographers and videographers that are already, you know, kind of in that realm already. Mm-hmm. And so I started helping out, you know, just for free. And I honestly thought that I wasn't talented enough to be a photographer and videographer. Wait, wait, but so if this, I could... this, so sorry to cut you up. This was at the time when you were also a health yeah. science major. Okay, cool. Keep going. I was still sorry. a health science major. Uh, so I was just helping them out. And if I could just kind of live through them or just help them, like if I could see someone create something so awesome and if I could just help them by carrying something, you know, I felt really good, you know, because nice. I love it so much that if I was even just looking at it, I was just like, whoa, this is so awesome. And as time went on, uh, I would help, I would help this person and they would recommend me somewhere else and I would help another person. And for me, it was fun. I was loving it. Like this was like my Friday party night. You know? nice. <laughs> to what other is like that was for me, that was like the cool <laughs> thing because I was doing health science and this was just kind of like at night or like whenever I had time. Right, right. Thing. And I loved everybody that, you know, was doing photography, videography. I look up to them. I was just like, this is so cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I got recommended for a small little job at Oxnard College at the first year experience program as a digital media specialist. And it was just kind of a photography, video, and social media student worker type of job. And being there made me realize like, whoa, you can work in education education and do photography and video like that's so cool I want to do that and throughout the years I found a lot of mentors in Oxford College at BCCD and they really pushed me to take it to the next level they said oh we see something in you like you can actually do this you don't have to do health science if it's not (laughs) what you're passionate about yeah yeah that's dope and Oxford College people are I have have a I have a home for them in here (laughs) because I went there as well and they've supported me so much Right, right. You went there. And so you know how like that community is so supportive of Mm -hmm. within each other. You know, it's not a big college, it's a small college. And I really, it's getting bigger now. And I I love Oxnard College. And so anyways, they told me, (laughs) sorry, Condor. And so then I came across uh, Luke um, Manchaka, and he was from the outreach department at Oxnard College. And he basically introduced me to the marketing team at the Ventura County Community College. And like mm-hmm. I said, they basically work with all the community colleges in the area and they offered me an internship. And I thought oh, wow. that was so cool because I was thinking like, well, once I get my bachelor's degree, once I'm like in there, mm-hmm. like hopefully maybe I'll come back and I'll work for Oxnard or, or, or them. I, and I so the fact that, and the fact that they offered me an internship, I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think this was possible. And so I did that and I loved every minute of it. And and they told me like, we want you to to be here part-time. You know, are you, are you okay with that while you do school? And I was like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. She's like, immediately. (laughs) I was like, yes. I mean, I'm like, this is like, this is like my dream. And it just happened. I thought it was going to be like in the long time road Mm -hmm. and it just happened. And you know, even though it's part time, I'm just loving this experience right now because I think anything related to photography and video, I'm so in love with. And the yeah. fact that if I could do it, even if it's just for a short amount of time, That's then cool. I could do it. And then at the same time, I was starting my photography business. There we go. Uh, just because 
I am so in love with photography that I'll do it even after my job. I'll do mm -hmm. it even after class. That's awesome. And so I was doing that and I ended up realizing that I love portraiture. I love taking pictures of babies, of, you know, of women, of families. Like there's just something so cute about it that I just want to take like hundred pictures of them. Nice. That's awesome to hear. I love that you mentioned even after you were already working something that you found passion in, you were still going back home to work on your past. And I think when you find that fulfillment, it's just like, it's, um, it's priceless. You know, I, I wouldn't kind of, it's kind of like the whole thing with podcasts too. When I, when I got, when I stumbled into it, I was like, holy shit, you can po possibly do something with this in the future, but at the same time, talk to people. But <laughs> so um, that's, um, so with that being said, um, what, okay. So with, the reason why I also asked is how you came about photography's, uh, I think that it has a, it has a really deep correlation to how you work around the situation now, especially if it's a very, very important um, passion that you'll find a way, you know? So you being an, an eight year old, um, was, was there a specific experience that you can remember that made you decide, Oh shit, like this is cool. Like I want to do more of it hobby wise. I know you mentioned you stumbled on it when you were eight years old, but like, can you remember when, kind of briefly? when was my moment? Yeah. Okay. So my moment was when I was working at the first year experience program at Oxnard. And I remember that every time I would take pictures and videos, I would just post it on social media or I would give it to all of the marketing people so that they mm. could post it and go recruit students. I don't remember ever seeing my work in front of somebody new, like a student actually watching my stuff. Mm. And so for me, I love doing it, but I never knew that there was a whole different feeling when you see your work out there and mm. so I actually attended one of the recruitment um, events and how they were offering so I'm sorry I'm gonna gonna talk a little bit about the program so I can kind of you sure. know explain it Perfect. so our pro so the program at the first year experience program at Oxnard College is a program where they help you know seniors in high school have a successful transition to community college and then hopefully push them to transfer you know basically just push them to follow their dreams because mm. I think you know, Oxnard is, is an area where a lot of students don't pursue higher education. And so this is really like the jump that they need and they offer these really cool services to them. And so I work there doing photography and video, trying to promote these services so that students know, hey, sign up for this. Yeah. And so when I went to one of the uh, recruitment events, I got, to saw, I got to see like my pictures being posted on like pamphlets, on the mm. presentation. Oh. And, I and I remember I did this video just kind of explaining what I'm, what I'm saying, like all these services. And, you know, they would play this video and then you would decide right there and then if you wanted to join. Oh. And um, I remember, I remember people checking like, yes, yes, get, people getting so excited by watching my pictures by, you know, watching my videos. And I remember, wow, like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is another type of fulfillment, like my work wow. somehow made a difference to somebody mm -hmm. else. And then, you know, that was just like my educational video kind of role, but more specific, more, you know, specifically to photography. I remember people, when people post pictures that I took on their bios, uh, on their profile pics, on their Instagram, like I feel something. And I recently been taking a lot of pictures of children. And I just think like, they're going to look at this picture years back. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it's just something so sweet that fills my heart up with joy. Yeah. Like there's just something uh -huh. so cute about it. And I love every aspect of my job, which is why you know, I kind of went on a tangent, but those, it wasn't just one moment. It was like so many particular moments. And 
I don't know. I just, I really love what I do. And awesome. those are like really specific moments for yeah. me. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad you get to share a little background now because I mean, like I said, I mean, uh, bringing people on board on this series is about like kind of diving in into what is, what their values would be when it comes down to something that they've been doing, you know? So um, I'm really glad you've been able to share that. So we're going to transition into kind of like the last parts of this uh, quarantine edition episode. Um, what so, for anybody listening, I guess who might be also photographers, creators, any last words that you might want to say to them? One thing that I would like to say is that I know it's really hard sometimes to imagine yourself doing something. And I just want to say, like, there is a job for you in the workforce. Like, somewhere, their creatives are needed, you know, everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, social media is really big, so they need people to make graphics, to make videos, to Absolutely. make all these, you know, source of content. And you're needed. And you should share your gift to the world. Mm -hmm. And if somehow you don't find a work or a job for you, you can create your own job. You know, just like Charles, like nice. I've been telling Charles, like this podcast that you're creating, you're creating your own job. And that is so cool. When I see that, like, yeah, you are. <laughs> I'll find out. <laughs> Give me five years. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got this. Like I see it in you. Like you're going to be really great in the future. And if there's not a job like for you that makes you happy, create it. It's true. Uh, that's my that mindset. Of, you that's you my got that mindset word. for sure. Definitely. I, I think. Um, when it, when it comes down to it, it's it's definitely being in that aspect of looking to add value to people, and also at the same time, what makes you happy? Because I think when you're fully happy with what you pursue, it shows up in your work, and then people become happy for it. And and even if you might not have, uh, maybe you sucked at it at the beginning, and some people didn't like it, but then because you're so happy with it, people see that you're happy with it. It shows up in your work, and then now they're happy. You see that happy. It's like a connection, you know. So. It's, Really cool. So for anybody listening, where can they find you in case they want to connect with you? Okay, awesome. You can find me at Clubsy Hernandez in most social media platforms. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. And now I'm on TikTok, guys. So find me on there. I think so. <laughs> and you can also see me on my website at Clubsy Hernandez. Oh, you got a website. Okay, awesome. So uh, I think that's it. Thanks for being on. Appreciate it. Hopefully people who listen to it got some value out of it. All right, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for having me. Of course. Damn, too.